Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the No Notes podcast. I am back after a one game absence. H double here with Maddie B for episode 26. And since I was gone last episode, our friend Martin filled in. It was a really good podcast. Trust me, I listened to it myself. So make sure you go check that out before you listen to this one. Martin's very knowledgeable in baseball. So all of our baseball fans, they really touched on the World Series. So really go give that one a listen. Thank you, Martin, again for hosting. But we are excited for episode 26 because it was supposed to be Monday, but things happened. I got busy, yada, yada. So we're, we have book club scheduled for today. Matt and I both finished the Mamba Mentality. So we're going to discuss that first. And then we are also going to jump right into the NFL as well as predictions. We did have a loser. If you listen to the podcast, you already know who the loser is. It was me. So we'll jump into predictions for this upcoming week as well. And Matt will give us our second punishment, a little bit of an upgrade over jumping Jack. So I'm excited. I don't, I don't know what he's going to throw at me. Uh, I don't am. Go ahead. You pick it and just let me know on the episode. So uh, you excited to announce that when it comes time to that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be a little bit, it, it's not too bad, but you know, it got to up the ante a little bit, up, you know, you make gotta, it a little each week a yeah. little more you know yeah exactly exactly so yeah super excited and as always thank you guys and we love doing this so let's jump right into book club though i like how i my camera <laughs> it, it, nice. it shook when i when did that let's jump right into book club we finally been waiting for this we what we we came up with this idea weeks and weeks ago we were a little slow with coming to it we finally decide on a book and even though we're an episode late we we both read it and so we're finally getting it out there and we're also going to announce our next book after we finish talking about this one because we already have one picked out we didn't pick it out today don't don't comment that <laughs> or anything but yeah so kobe bryant the mom of mentality matt i'll let you take the floor first give me what i guess you know we talked about it a little bit but now that you've read it give me like a summary you would say uh, after reading the book, if you were to, you know, write this for an English class, a one page summary, but you don't actually have to write it out, but what would you, yeah. what would you say? Um, well, the one thing I wish I would have gone more into Kobe's kind of, what's it called? His little thing that happened in 2003, you know, I wish I would have right. gotten into a little bit more detail for that just cause I'm really interested in how all that played. But outside of that, um, I, the overall tone of the book was um, pretty much no days off. That's literally what I got. It, it's no days off. You're <laughs> grinding 24-7. Even if you are on vacation or do things with family, you can still think or practice basketball or whatever you enjoy. You know, like, like yeah. you can pretty much do whatever. And, you know, um, Kobe's workouts were insane. You know, it kind of goes through some of those in the book, you know. Um, and obviously most of us probably cannot do those because obviously, you know, he was an athlete, professional athlete at top of his game. Right. So obviously some of those things, it's like, cool, man, can't do that. Right. But what I liked is that, um, for me, it kind of challenged me to be a better person, not only for sports, but also like in life in school. And what I liked, it said, if you don't practice, you're never going to be good at anything. And so, you know, I think sometimes we try to take the easy way out and try to cut corners, but those corners do come back to bite you in the end. And that's kind of what I got from Kobe's book. Um, and that's right. kind of what made him great was that mama mentality of not cutting corners, 
doing the work and do it when no one is watching. Cause that's when you do the most work is when no one is watching and that's when you grow the most. So that's kind of what I got from the book. Yeah. What I got from the book was how detailed, much more detailed, you know, I guess in a sense, how Kelly Bryant, you know, processed basketball. And he mentioned this a lot in his book about the mom mentality. It's not about the end result. It's about the process to get to the end result and the drive mm-hmm. you have to have and the, the passion and love you have to have, you know, and all the practice and hours you put in, but like, it was way more, way more like technical, I guess you could say in terms of basketball and how he prepared and all the little things that he did that made him better. When, when you kind of look at basketball in a sense, just like, Oh, you kind of just run around, you know, you dribble pass open teammates, you shoot. But like, he was talking about, you know, there's, cause this book is about basically it's little snippets of like tons of different parts of Kobe's journey in basketball. So he talked a lot about, you know, obviously he had the section where he had one-on-one matchups with certain guys. He talked about his workouts. He talked about his injuries, his training. And there was just so much more that to, that he made that I didn't even think about how complex he really made basketball and how many layers it had. And so I thought that was really cool. And that's where, you know, it shows when I think you probably hope we saw in the ebook, but obviously I had the picture you know, the hard copy, when mm-hmm. there was some of the pictures, it would have the quotes and it would describe what was going on in the picture and what he would do to help him get the advantage or what the defender was doing to him, you know, mm-hmm. and like it was about footwork and like where your hand placement was, where your body placement was, positioning, all that stuff. And like to prevent certain moves. And I was like, I've never really, you know, detailed basketball like that so much. And that goes down to, or boils down to Kobe's film work that he talks about and how he was in the film room all the time. You know, he was a student. And so for me, that's what I really got out of the book. And I just thought that was really cool to kind of really learn, you know, basketball is a lot more, it might not seem like it, but it is a lot game of like, you know, you know, practice and, and inches and, and getting the right positions and, you know, having the right footwork, you know, putting your body at the right, you know, like in the right position to, when you go up to, to make it like this, even though when you play, it's just for fun, you know, but that all is like really important when then you don't think about it like that. So that's what I got out of it personally. And yeah, I, is there anything else you wanted to, to say or? Um, I just hope that whoever read the book um, also kind of had those same thoughts that we had, or if there's different ones, like let us know, like, you know, DM us on I, Instagram or whatever, but I really enjoyed the book. Um, I'm not like, the biggest Kobe fan just because he did beat the Suns a lot, you know, um, <laughs> but I respect him as a player. And of course I'd love to have him on my team, you know? Right. Um, and obviously what he did after his playing career off the court, um, you know, obviously very respectable, you know, of course. Yeah. Um, and so that's not all I really have to say about that is, you know, it's a good book. Um, you really get to know Kobe and kind of what he went through. So I want to, yeah. So, as I mentioned, it's a lot of stories. I want you to give me from the book, your kind of three most memorable or favorite stories when you're reading it that like stick to you when you think about the book. Mm. I'll go first. Cause I prepared for this question myself. So I already know. My okay. Answer. Okay. So my first one, there's a lot. Uh, my first one though would probably be when he's talking about Reuben Patterson saying he was the Kobe stopper. And mm-hmm. I liked that how Kobe was like, it was, you know, whenever, they were really dominant, especially I think with Shaq when they had the three-peat he was talking about. They would build teams 
to, you know, dethrone them. And a lot of the times the, the owners or GMs would focus on a Kobe stopper. And so Kobe would get fired up and be like, my job is to make them feel like they don't know how they're spending their money. Cause I go out and kill the Kobe stopper, the Dean mm-hmm. Kobe stopper. And he laughed at that. So I, he loved going up against that. So I thought that was really, really cool, honestly. And like, you know, he loved, he loved challenges. He loved embracing, you know, challenges and physicality and all that. So it was right up his alley. And that also kind of relates to when guys know not to trash talk Kobe, because if they did, he would turn up to another level. So that even the biggest trash talkers, like the KG section, he was like, mm-hmm. I didn't, he didn't trash talk Kobe because he didn't want Kobe. He knew what would happen if he did, you know? So I thought that was, Kobe's just on another level, you know, he was on another level when he played. So that's night number one. My number two was probably when I like the shoes, when he was, you know, he kept that same mentality on the court when designing shoes. He didn't care about the look. He cared about the traction, the durability, the, you know, the stiffness and the, the back, you know, backbone of the shoe. He cared about all the little details, the grip of the shoe. And he, that's how he wanted his shoes to be created, to be the best, you know, can make him have the best performance that he can have because it's on his feet for 48 minutes. He didn't care about the looks. He just cared about the actual performance of the shoe. And he like worked as hard, you know, with Nike on that as he did on the basketball court. So I thought that was a good, you know, showing of how his hard work translated in other ways outside of the court, even if it was involved with basketball, but still, you know, shoemaking is a whole different thing. So I thought that was cool. And then my number three is probably, it's a tie between the, in, I'm going to go probably the uh, honorable mention, the injuries, how he played through him, especially his finger when he like, it wouldn't heal. And he's like, well, I'm just gonna play through it anyways. And it still hurt when he grabbed the ball, you know? So that's crazy, crazy next level. And then my third one though, is when he sacrificed sleep because he wasn't sacrificing workouts and he wasn't sacrificing family time. And he'd have his like, what, 3 a.m., 5 a.m. workouts. Then he'd mm-hmm. see his kids and then go work out again, see his kids again and stay up late working out. You know, it's like, I don't know how, you know, that just proves that Kobe was on a different level because like if I slept like four hours and did as much as he did, I don't know how I would survive. And some, you know, 15 minute cat naps is what gave him energy. And I'm like 15 minutes, that's it. Like, man, he's built different. So those are my kind of like three memorable stories I think I got from the book. So what about you? I'm excited to hear. Mm, was, wasn't the Olympic one in the book? He had a couple Olympic ones. I don't know okay. which one you're talking I've, about specifically. I forget if this is the book or like a Chris Paul one. Um, it was probably the story that stuck with me the most was when I believe it was the 08. It was the dream team or the redemption team or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And, you know, you have, um, you know, LeBron, CP3, Mello, you know, all these guys, right? And, you know, I believe their first workout's at like 7 or 7.30 a.m., right? And so they come down to the hotel to eat, you know, breakfast beforehand. And Kobe's already down there, already eaten, done, ready to go into the workout. And what they didn't find out till later was he already did a workout before the main right. workout. Um, and to me, like I, I, I said, I forget if that was in the book or not. I feel like I've heard so many Kobe stories. I you don't know? believe that was in the book, and, but I know what story you're talking about. Okay. So that's like one of my favorite ones from him. I, uh, like I said, these are all kind of running together. Um, 
And then my second favorite was the like the very first couple of pages at the beginning of the book, I believe, whenever he just kind of talked about, um, I believe it was him growing up kind of his life, right? Of like just working hard and doing that. And I don't remember the pages because I was like the e-book. E so like I couldn't tell you what page exactly it is, but it's one of the first like it's within the first chapter, I think whatever story that is that like he said kind of about like what got him into um, that workout Mamba mentality mode. Cause for me, I really like the origin stories of how or why you do what you do. And that was probably my two favorite stories. Um, the rest, I feel like I've either heard or I'm like, Oh yeah, that's Kobe, you know? Um, but those two are probably my favorite ones just because you see that even with all the better players, you know, Kobe is still wanting to outwork and do everything like that, right? He wants to do everything right. And then second is you figure out why he does what he does for the rest of his life. Indeed, indeed. I want to, I'm going to be your English teacher here. I want you to give me one specific story though from the book. I'm going to be like that teacher that's like, make sure you read the book. <laughs> this I is know. your, pop, this your pop quiz. Just a specific, it could be any story that you remember, any part of it. But you haven't really directly given me something from the book. So I got to make sure, you know, that Matt Breckenridge did his homework. I haven't touched it in like a week and a half because I got done with it. And yeah, it's, it's stuff. a pretty quick read. Just a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. It could be anything from the whole book. You got to remember at least one thing. <laughs> oh, no. I put Matt on the spot. I'm just thinking because, like I said, so many stories. Um, I believe there was a section about him and Shaq, I believe. Um, obviously, like, there's an interview with them, right, later on, not in the book. Um, but I believe in the book it talks about um, – I don't want to, like, misphrase it um, – <laughs> yeah this is interview or not because uh, i believe at some point kobe called Shaq lazy i believe and i forget if that's in the book or not probably not in the book but i do know um i do know kobe when he was with Shaq. um obviously like you know they were really good together um but he fed off the energy of the crowd but as well as the trash talking and I know that he was a really good trash talker and I also know I that basically he would definitely give it back to other people like the trash talking but I can't remember an instance where like he talks about it like as well but like I said right, it's been I'll a week just, and a half I'll just let you off the hook although I'm a little disappointed you can't even think of one story <laughs> uh been a I don't week know and bro, half, bro. I don't know, bro. I just made you, I put you on a spot. I don't think the English teacher would be very happy with that answer, but hey. That's okay. All right. Anyways, so what do you rate the book out of 10? Mm, the length was good. It's like 140, 100, 140 pages. Is that right? Mine was, mine was 200, but ebook's probably different. 200. Okay. 
sorry so but it's, it's like it's little it's like paragraphs it's not yeah, pages it's, well and it has like the little pictures that take up like two pages or whatever yeah. um picture book baby so yeah so lengthwise it made it really easy content wise it's very interesting if you like sports and you like practice um this book made me think of the ai interview all the time you know we're talking about practice you know yeah. oh, and i know kobe if he was there he would have said yeah we're talking about practice that's the most important part of the of the of the game it's practice you know um yeah. so that's kind of what i had in my whole mind i would give like an eight and a half or nine probably i you know as much as i was talking i, I just wish that there was more about his life yeah that's something i'm missing personal from it. That's, that's what like, I'm missing. So that's why I think it's an eight and a half or nine. The book I would is, like more personal. The book is missing something, in my opinion. It's still missing something meaty. You know, the sandwich mm-hmm. is incomplete, in my opinion. Uh, like little, to me, little reference. Like to me, I want to know before his affair, how did he work out? What was his mentality? And then after, what was the mentality? Because did he want to spend family time? Because that's who he was or because he's like, I don't want to make the same mistake as before. Or, you right. know, that's just, just like you said, the meaty things that I would like to know. Yeah. For me, I, I kind of missed that. The book felt a little incomplete. Now, granted, I still got some great lessons and I sure it sounded like when I was talking about that, I loved it, but I honestly, I'd only give it a seven probably. Okay. And that's being generous. I'm between six and seven. So I don't know. It just wasn't complete to me. I don't know. It, it didn't hit me like some books do to deserve a higher rating, but I still think I did get, I mean, for me to rate above, you know, like a six or a five, it has to give me something or teach me something. And it definitely taught me more about basketball than I knew. So that's why I rate it, you know, like a seven. So I did think that was cool, but yeah, it still just missed something. So that, yeah, I'll probably I'll go eight then. I, I wasn't going to be too harsh, but you're, you went that way. So I'll, I'll give it an eight just because All right, I'll give it a 6.5. I'll give it a six point. That's fine. Okay. I'll give it an eight because I feel like it was a good good read. I liked it because I was super busy with stuff and I got it done really early because I had to. Mm-hmm. Um and I I did and I think too, I don't know, maybe it should be seven and a half. Because all the stories that I do remember weren't really in the book, probably because I wanted a little bit more from it. And so I was like, yeah. Okay. You Can know, you name like a couple of the athletes you talked about, you know, when you went like in the, you know, remember when you had that section when he talked about like himself and different athletes or the, the different players he went against, you know, you know, a couple of them. Um, I know KG was one. I, I believe we talked a little about Steve Nash because they were nope. in that same, were they not Steve Nash? Mm-mm. He did not talk about Steve. Nash. <laughs> oh no. Now that I remember, do not believe there was any Steve Nash. She talked about Raja Bell from the Suns. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know Raja. if that's what you're thinking. I know. Of. Well, I know they got into it, Raja on him. So that's probably why, because they trash talked a little bit more, because Raja did trash talk. Um, you have KG. Was there Shaq? No, there wasn't Shaq Shexon. Yeah, there was. He talked about Shaq yeah, a little bit okay. when he went on the Heat. Yeah. And how he would okay. attack him and how they attacked him. Mm hmm. Yeah, and oh, wasn't there, wasn't there uh, a little bit about LeBron? Because yep, they kind of came LeBron out in there. Yeah, because they came out of high school like real close to each other. Um, I believe there was a little bit on Melo because they were in the Nuggets. Mm. 
we talked about that, right? Yeah, I talked about how physical Melo was in the post. Yeah, Melo was. Yeah, and he has that great post move, you know, kind of the fadeaway type thing, you know, which yeah. Kobe kind of had too. Um, I'm just thinking of who else. So that's four, KG, LeBron, Melo, Raja. I'm just thinking of who he played most and who he liked to play, like go after, you know. It's all right. You don't got to think of it anymore. You named a couple. Okay. But to, this okay. will probably refresh your brain. I'll give you a few more. Talk about Tim Duncan a little bit. You talked about Clyde oh, Drexler, fundamental... Hakeem yep. Olajuwon, Paul Pierce, Tony Allen, obviously Allen Iverson. Um, he even had a story, I think, about Katino Mobley was his name. He talked a little bit about him. There's an instance he talked about. I don't know if I remember all of them, but a good amount of them. Yeah, obviously mm-hmm. Rajah Bell, he talked about him. So that's like a few to give you guys a, a preview of some players that he talks about in terms of either how he guarded him. Oh, T-Mac, Andre Godala. Yeah. I remember the T-Mac one was was good. Uh, Vince Carter. He talks a little bit about them and maybe how to guard them and kind of also how to score on them and how to take them out of the rhythm. So a little bit more in basketball context. He also, yeah, he talked about Kevin Durant, what Russ as well, a little bit of guys who are still playing now. You know, but or more early in their careers when Kobe was still in his prime, you know. So, yeah, so that was that's mama mentality, definitely a, for a basketball fan. And I'm sure basketball fans have probably heard about the book and maybe even read it. So, it I personally wouldn't recommend it for anyone who's not a basketball fan. I don't really think it touches m- more, like we said, on, on life in general. I mean, there's still some good lessons, but there's it's still just missing something so if you're not really into basketball i don't think it's a book you'll you'll enjoy you'll probably get bored so that's my recommendation and yeah well book club though matt do you want to announce our second planned book and tell us yeah um so second book is called where men win glory i believe correct yes (laughs) okay just making sure when men win glory this one's a really long book. I don't know. It's like 400 pages. Um, so just, I didn't even know just, that. Yeah, but you can just skim through it and do that kind of thing. You nah, know? Man, I got to read um, it. We're trying to encourage more reading. So, hey, you're, yeah, you're giving us, well, a, you're giving us some, some big to read. Basically, this is just like a story of the life of Pat Tillman. Um, played for the Arizona Cardinals. And as many of you know, um, he went off um, into Iraq um, and he got killed in action. Um, but basically it just talks about kind of the military and how that is a really um, noble thing to do is, is to give up, you know, he could have just played football for the rest of his life, but wanted to serve his country. Um, and for me, I'm, I'm a big Arizona State fan, and that's where Pat Tillman graduated from, and so that's kind of why I liked it. So Wasn't it – I remember I was reading the brief summary and I looked it up and he told me about it. It was uh, around the – or it was after 9-11, I believe, that he quit football, right, to go yeah, serve? Yeah, he quit, I believe, in 2002 is whenever he okay. started serving, and then he passed away in 2004. Right. National bestseller. Yep. So yeah, he mm-hmm. walked away from a million, multi-million dollar NFL contract to join the army and became an icon of American patriotism. Yep. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah. Dang. Yeah, this is definitely a, this is a good, good choice, I, I feel like. So I'm excited to read it and, you know, learn a little bit more about his kind of, you know, why he gave up something so 
lucrative to go, you know, like do something he thought was better, you know, for himself and, you know, want to serve his country. And obviously we need to really all respect, you know, those who serve because it's not an easy job at all. And so that's, you know, especially to walk away from football to do that, like a dream job, you know, where you just play sport. That's a lot of respect. So super excited to read about that. And re- he obviously had his head in the right spot. So really excited to, to see where. And know. I believe it's 424 pages, I believe is what it said. Um, so to get it done in the two weeks. Actually, the, it's only is, a week and a half because we're, oh, we're, we're, we're going to try okay. to do it on Mondays if we can. Oh, okay. So yeah, then so. let me, then you might have to read about 40 pages a day. Ooh, that's not terrible. Yep. I mean, you can get that done in 30 minutes or less, depending on your, your reading speed. I'm a, sometimes so, I'm a little slow at reading just because I can get lost and I'll realize, wait, what, what was I, what I just read? I forgot. So, so that's just what we have up on the docket. Um, but yeah, and we'll talk more about it when book club happens, but yeah, that's the next book club. And I, I wrote down, so we have a, a track of it. We gave mom a mentality of 14.5 out of 20. Because we each rated it out of 10. So we're going to rate all our books. So just heads up. All right. On that note, though, let's get into our football predictions and our football punishment. Charles, what is the verdict for this past week? Well, I hope you guys listened. The loser, which was me. I went seven and five. Matt went 10 and two. The three games we disagreed on, <laughs> Matt got all of them right. So I took a fat L. You know, Eagles, I was confident, didn't work out. Seahawks Saints was a toss-up, so can't win them all. Chiefs Titans, I didn't expect that big of a blowout, but I was a little bit kind of tossed up because I did think the Titans would give them a, a good run, not how it ended. So unfortunately, I went seven and five. The only ones Matt got wrong, which I got wrong as well, was the Ravens, Bengals. Don't want to talk about that. And then the Panthers and Giants, which is kind of like whatever, I guess, you know. So I have to do 100 jumping jacks as the loser. So I'll go ahead and get started on that. And I guess while I do that, because I got to take my headphones off, Matt, you can go ahead and get a start on the, you know, maybe recap of the NFL. Um, Maybe you want to talk about yesterday last night's game and then i'll join you as soon as i'm done so okay i don't got a lot of room here so i have to move this chair (laughs) all right so for everyone listening um yeah so this past weekend's game were pretty good um martin and i did recap a lot of it so i'll probably talk more about yesterday's game there's a night football um had a really good thursday night football game between the cardinals and packers um, I was able to catch the last quarter of it um, because I was playing soccer and, and doing kickball um, for intramurals. And because for kickball, we won. We got this little intramural shirt. That's pretty so, cool. You know, you have to tell me about when I get back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we did that. Um, but I watched it and, you know, it's a really good game. It ended up being 24-21 Packers. <laughs> But the last drive by Arizona, I thought they were going to score a touchdown. I mean, they drove, they got the ball at the one, drove all the way down the field. It looked like they were at least going to have a chance for a field goal. And then for some reason, Kyler Murray threw it to kind of A.J. Green, and A.J. Green never turned around, never thought that I guess he was getting the ball. And the Green Bay Packers kicked it off. Um Oh gosh. And I was like, 
dang, what the heck? And so it was kind of weird. It, I saw the, the the meme about it. It says when your controller disconnects in Madden, which was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, other than that, like it was a great game. Um, both teams played really well. And, you know, there's a, a meme that's being made of Aaron Rodgers because his helmet comes almost all the way off and stuff. Like cats so, on fire. <laughs> you know, that's Ooh. just kind of uh, how it went. You can see how long my hair is about the headphones. <sighs> okay. How's well, your 100 jumping jacks? It's not too bad. I mean, I'm breathing a little heavy, but it's not bad. But my calves are on fire. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, do you see my little, you see my belly a couple times doing the jumping jacks? My shirt's a little short. Oh, I, I love seeing that. Uh, all right. <laughs> keep going. What are, I'll catch up. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, no, that's just yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, the meme was pretty funny um, that they're making. But what I like the very end is Aaron Rodgers went up to Kyler Murray and said, "Hey, uh, we'll see you in the playoffs." So that was pretty cool. So, real quick before I talk about it, what was your uh, shirt? What'd you win? I saw Intermural Champions. Oh yeah, so the shirt says Intermural Champions. What'd you win? What uh, sport? And on the back, it says um, some, what does it say? Some wish for it. I worked for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Exactly. What Um, sport though? Co-ed kickball. Nice. And our team name was called, our team name was called third grade all-stars. You, you really worked hard for that one, didn't you? Like the shirt says. <laughs> bro, kickball. That was I, I was doing workouts like Kobe, bro. Bro, field. Bro, all I know is when you get your basketball team going, Bob Ross in the paint. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. Congrats though on your kickball <laughs> championship and in your murals. All right. So yeah, the pack. You're talking about the Packers Cardinals. Yeah, really, really tough. I really wanted the Cardinals to win. <sighs> and, you know, they started at the one, almost got safety. Chase Edmonds just escaped. Then they were able to drive mm-hmm. down. It looked magical. Got all the way down to, what, the four or so? Four, five, three, something like that. And it looked mm-hmm. like Cardinals were going to score. I, I don't think – I was like, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to score. It's not enough time. It's like, what, 10 seconds left if they score? Or if they don't convert, like – five seconds so i was like cardinals got this they can just kick the field goal if need be then they threw what was supposed to be what a fade i guess aj green aj green had no idea it was coming he thought he was blocking i guess there was a miscommunication rasul douglas made a good play he's able to kind of tap it with one hand bob white secure it interception the end zone touchback packers win i didn't want the packers to win but you gotta give them props they didn't have their top three receivers and Robert Tanyan actually tore his ACL, I saw. So he's going to yep, be out. he did. But, you know, Randall Cobb, old reliable, two touchdowns, even though he only had three catches. That was a big, big help. The ground game was good. A.J. Dillon ran pretty good. Aaron Jones was great out of the backfield, catching the ball. So, and Kyle Murray kind of struggled. The Packers' D has been really good the last few weeks. They really stepped it up. Kyle Murray with two picks, you know. Besides that last drive, he didn't have much, much of a flow. You know, he's just kind of out of rhythm the whole game. And credit to the Packers D. They hung in there. They they fought. So good one for them. But I'm sad that the Cardinals lost. Agreed. 
what were your kind of, while I was doing the jump jacks, what thoughts, did, just real quick, what thoughts did you say about it? Oh, it was a good game. Um, kind of sucks the very end. I thought we were going to go to overtime and have a game-winning play, not – I mean, it was a game-winning play, the right. interception, but I thought the Cardinals were going to do it. And and I really like the Cardinals and what they're doing. Um, but that was a great game, and this should people shouldn't write them off for losing to Green Bay, if anything – I think it proves their legitimacy that they are a good team, you know, and I'm just excited to see the rest of the season, how the Packers and Cardinals go, you know? So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I just, the ending for such a good game was kind of, I guess, you know, it was a pick in the end zone, which is kind of cool, but how it happened. It wasn't like a jump ball interception or anything like that. It was just kind of a, it wasn't like a Malcolm Butler. No, nothing like that. All of a sudden, nothing like that, but. It was just a miscommunication. So great game, bad ending. But hey, I, mm-hmm. I guess it wasn't terrible because they did drive down the field. So it gave us something, you know. Mm-hmm. So all right. Are we ready to jump into predictions? Yes, sir. You want to pull them up? You want me to pull them up? Yeah, I got I want you to pull them up. I'm okay. gonna change it up. Last time I did it, so hopefully uh that means I win this time. Yeah, because you're doing okay. it. Okay. I'm uh what's it called? Superstitious. <laughs> I'm not superstitious, just a little stitious. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, the punishment for this week. Oh, whoa, two. whoa. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about the punishment. Yeah, I'm know. debating between two. You can just save one for this. Oh, okay. Since we just did a physical activity, I'll save one of those for later. What we're going to do, have to do um, the amount of losses that you have. Oh no! Like, All right, it, like 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 between us or whatever. That's right, the number. Drops of Tabasco you have to eat. Drops of Tabasco. Yeah. So it's okay. So let's say I or, go. Or, or let's just say let let's say we have like five games between us, and it's like three two. And there's a one game difference or whatever. We can just we can do like little spoonfuls to your like little table like little teaspoons. We'll do teaspoons. Okay, so I, I see. So even okay, so the loser, let's say I get three losses and you have two, and I'm the loser. I have to do five teaspoons because it's no combined. do three. Oh, do okay, three. we're just it's doing... your losses. Okay, it's your okay. losses. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, that's gonna suck, but I'm totally down. Yeah. And, and you can you can have bread and and milk in between each one, whatever. But it just has to be on camera with us so is that a, a fair yeah. is that fair or is that too much yeah, no that's fair i mean if anything okay. i think it's a okay. disadvantage for you because i know spicy food and you you're not the yeah, greatest with it, it it's not but here's the thing is i'm willing to do it right it's spicy i'm okay right. with spicy food at a certain level so i think i won't be too bad if i get it so i'm okay. down for this i i want to see okay. you do it because i know you're not good with spicy food <laughs> so some hot sauce would not be good so hey there you go get a little extra motivation for us maybe pick some different teams you know all that kind of stuff anyways here we go going into the matchups and since i read them off it means you got to pick so you so now we switch it up to where Okay, so me I'll pick first. first. You pick first. Okay. And then I can go off from there. So go with the 11 o'clock games. The first one Panthers, Falcons. Falcons. I like the Falcons at home. I know. I, 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 They've been playing I know, good lately. I do too. They've been playing good lately. 
I know, but they get Stefan Gilmore back this week, I believe. Ooh, the Panthers. Shoot, dang, you're right. Let me see. Let me make sure they do. Um, I'm looking at their roster. I forgot about stuff on Gilmore. That's pretty. Um, they're not going to make a decision about Gilmore's stats until after Saturday's practice. So he's still ruled uh. out. So as of right now. And we can't do it to her like if he's healthy, I can Change. do that. It has to, I can't do that, right? Right. Okay, we'll come back to that one. Okay. Then um Dolphins Bills. Bills, baby. Some are just you sure you, you sure don't want to take Dolphins? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Dolphins are not a team I want to touch. Okay. Okay, Bills. Bills for me too. Um 49ers. Bears. Ooh. I mean, the Bears look awful this past week. And, hmm. They didn't play that bad against the Packers, but against the Bucs, they were terrible. I don't know. Jalen, or not Jalen Hurts. Uh, Justin Fields is still starting, I believe. Yeah. Um, is Montgomery coming back? He is. Not, I don't believe. Uh, I don't think the Bears have enough weapons. I'm gonna go Niners. I'm also. Going I feel like the Niners, Niners have to win this game, so there's gonna be emphasis. They gotta win a game like this. That two and four. yeah, I'm uh, I'm also going Niners. Right. Next one is Steelers Browns. <sighs> this one's tough too. Wouldn't have been tough a couple weeks ago, but um, okay. Baker is playing, but I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Is Nick Chubb playing? That's the real factor. Although Dearest Johnson's good, but they can use both, so that'd be really good. Ah, dude. I don't think Baker's gonna be that good. I think the Steelers, I mean, yeah, Big Ben's not great, but they know who they, you know, they they know who they are. They can, you know, do stuff. I'm gonna go Steelers. I think they they got this one out. Okay, I'm going Browns. Okay. There's our first disagreement. That's not a bad pick, so. That could be a hot shot, hot sauce shot right there, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Okay, the next one, Eagles, Lions. I feel like this one could go either way, TBH, like being yeah, honest. Yeah, the Eagles are desperate for a win, too, but then again, so are the Lions. Yeah. Lions fight, but I don't know what yeah. it is. It's like the Lions, you know, they play uh, – hmm. Tough. I think Jalen Hurts has a big game. There's kind of rumors of him maybe getting benched in the next couple of weeks after they trade Joe Flacco. You know that's not what he wants. So I think he'll have a big game. I don't know though. Honestly, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I think. You know what? I I think Jalen Hurts might try and do too much. I'm gonna go Lions. Okay. I'm gonna go Eagles. Okay. Even though I believe the Lions are home. They are, yes. Yeah, you know, I picked the Eagles last week. They really disappointed. I'm not picking them again. I think okay, I'll do Eagles. Okay. Okay. Next we have Titans, Colts. Ooh, that's a good one. Because this is a good have, one. Colts have been hot and so have the Titans. Yep. So that's a really good one. Mmm. 
like the Titans just dominated the Chiefs and they just beat the Bill. I gotta go. <sighs> Ooh, Julio Jones is out. Actually, that's pretty tough. That means that the defense can focus on AJ Brown. There's not a second guy, but Derrick Henry's still good. Oh, that's so tough. Honestly, though, like I think I'm gonna go with the Titans. I think who they've beaten on this streak is more impressive than the Colts. Because personally, yeah, they should have beat the Ravens, but the Ravens, I still don't think are that that good, just really because of injuries. And they probably should have won, you know, beating the Niners. They're okay. Texans is whatever, Dolphins, whatever. But the Titans, they've beaten the Chiefs and the Bills, you know. Like I think I'm, the, I think they wiped that right that momentum. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Yeah. If I picked Colts, would you stay with Colts? Curious. I've hardly gone Titans just because I feel like this one is definitely a 50-50 one. Oh, this is 50-50. You know? Whoever loses is probably taking a shot on this one from this yeah, game. So because... that's why, yeah, that's why I know like this one's a 50-50 one. So I'm like, I'm okay with choosing either team. Right so now we have I'll go Colts. We have, we have three, three different ones already. So yeah. We gotta try and have an odd number if we done. can. Yeah. Okay, Bengals and Jets. Bengals. <laughs> that one, this one gets a little Bengals. easier. And Just then the next one bit. is easier yeah. too. No, no, Rams and Texans. Yeah. All right. Okay. So next. Oh, and then this one's easy for two five. These are the afternoon ones. Uh, Ram, uh, Jaguars and Seahawks. I don't think it's as easy as you think because, like, the Seahawks without Geno Smith or without Russ have been not great. I mean, the Jags are coming off a win and a bye, so they've got a little bit of momentum. It was against the Dolphins, though. Uh. Uh man, I'm probably just gonna go with the Seahawks because I think the Legion of Boom, aka or not Legion of Boom, the Twelfth Man will help them out more because it I'm is at home. Seahawks. It is at home. I, the Niners, if the or not Niners, the Jags. Remember who you played? You know they played the Dolphins. Yeah. So yes, they don't have Russell Wilson, but the, I think the Twelfth Man gives them an edge. That crowd can get so loud. So going Seahawks. All right. Okay. Next one is Patriots and Chargers. Oh man. Mm, you know, I feel like people forget, but the Chargers got absolutely demolished by the Patriots last year, 45-0. Yet I do think Justin Herbert's better than he was last year in that game. That still being said, the Patriots kind of have a number on them, you know. Mm. You know, it's at L.A. I'm going to go with the Chargers because you're probably going to go with the Pats, so it'll be different. You know what I'm saying? Unless you do pick the Chargers. This will be the first time that you haven't picked the Pats. So, See, here's the thing. If I pick the Chargers and they lose, I win because it doesn't matter. You know? (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> who do you truly think is gonna? Who do you truly think is gonna win? I think that's really what you should base off. Yeah, you can bet your odds. I'm gonna go Pats. I'm going Pats. Okay. 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 I like it. Okay. But if the Chargers Wash- win, <laughs> Washington right. or Broncos? Man, there's a lot of good games this week. 
That make you think. It make you think at least. Yeah. Denver, yeah. it's not looking like good weather. Forty five degrees and rainy. Ooh. I don't know. Football teams been. They've both been bad lately. Yeah. The football team's wins are not against impressive teams. The Broncos' wins are not against impressive teams. Yeah. Uh, Oh, dude, I don't know. That's tough, man. That's really tough. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with the football team, I think. Okay, I'll go with the Broncos then. <laughs> I was going legit, whichever one you didn't pick, because I don't know, dude. This is a yeah. tough week, dude. All <laughs> yeah. I know is we have so many different. So like, whoever loses this week is taking a lot of shots, probably because their losses are always be high. Like, yeah, and we can always nah. We're sticking could, with it. You want that one, not the difference? Okay, that's fine. Now we'll stick with it I because. Say- I want to see okay. you maybe take six shots of hot sauce, five right now, potentially. So, <laughs> okay. Next one is Bucks for Saints. You know, Saints D is pretty good. They're no, they're no slouch. Uh, it's at New Orleans, too. Ooh, I don't know. I can't. I know they, the Saints had their number last year in the regular season, but I can't go with, with how hot the Bucks are. Um, I'm also get, going get, with the Bucks. They get Gronk back too. That's a big plus. I mean, AB's out, but it's fine. They still got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Bucks are too hot right now to not pick them. So, Bucks. Same Bucks. Bucks. All right. Okay. Another good Sunday one. night game. Yeah, this is another good one. Cowboys, Vikings. I'm rolling with the Cowboys, man. Rolling with the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm also going Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? And then we have Monday Night Football, Chiefs, Giants. As much as I – I was happy the Chiefs lost, but obviously I picked them, which hurt me. But as much as I don't like the Chiefs, I do think they bounce back. I'll do the Chiefs as well, which means I will also be doing the Falcons because we need to have an odd number. We have five disagreements. And honestly, I was considering Vikings too, but. I know you were considering Vikings because you picked them for your playoff, but. I I did. I guess, I guess you're not too highly on them. But remember, I picked the Cowboys to win the division, the AFC or NFC East. Bro, they're up by like three games. Are you kidding me? If I pick the Falcons, if I pick the Vikings right now, will you switch it to the Panthers? That means we'd have seven different. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. All right. Let's do it. Honestly, let's do it. Okay. So, no. Dude, <laughs> wow. The loser is guaranteed to do four at least because it's a 4 3 split. <laughs> it's a 4 3 split. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We have so many different ones, dude. This is going to be bad. So the loser is guaranteed four and worst is seven. So anywhere from four to seven is what the loser has to do based on uh, probability. <laughs> so, oh, Matt, I really hope you get this. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> the thing is, we'll know we'll know by Monday because Monday doesn't count for anything for us. So we'll know. Oh, baby, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see Matt take shots next Friday of hot sauce. Oh, it's not shots, but tablespoons, t- teaspoons. That's still a, a 
a little bit though, you know. If we did freaking shots, heck no, I would not be doing seven freaking shots. No way. You probably can finish the podcast. Your stomach would hurt so bad. Probably. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm I'm pumped though. We have seven different. That's so many. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Ooh, well, I think. Yeah, that's gonna wrap it up, isn't it? We got book club done and NFL. So, what are you doing over there? I see you're doing something. You're Just prepping. texting a friend. I was gonna say how to how to ease your stomach after taking hot shot hot sauce shots. <laughs> I might have to just go. I just might have to go in the shower and like freaking cool off because I'm so freaking hot and just sweating bullets. Uh, Bro, if I if I lose if I lose this, I I oh man. Oh, oh, you do. Sunday is supposed to be a day of rest, a day of watching football, but with this little hot sauce thing over, I gotta lose the freaking jumping jack one than this one like why couldn't we do like like seven last week and freaking three this week you know let's go <laughs> but it's fine i think i have a couple guaranteed w's in my book so i hope hey all i'm saying is bro you already slept bullets on sundays anyways with fancy football <laughs> which oh, by the way true, yeah because we play each other yeah which, yeah right. we literally so, play each other in fantasy so it's so we're just playing for all the marbles right now which, by the way, make sure you check out the Fantasy Podcast. We posted it yesterday, so check that out. We had eight people in at once, so that was pretty sick. So, And you can say a lot of trash talk happened, but, yeah, Matt and I have a big weekend of football. We got <laughs> Blaine Jett in Fantasy, and we have this punishment on the line. So if one of us wins two for two, the other is not going to be happy next podcast. That's all I'm saying. Not going to be happy at all. So but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. So yeah, thank you guys for watching or listening, which you can watch on YouTube. No notes podcast. You search it and you can also find us on Apple and Spotify. We also have an Instagram. Make sure to follow us. And we also have LinkedIn and I guess we're on Google podcast as well. Just throwing all the links out there. It's on our link tree, which is on our Instagram. So make sure you go check that out. Links all in the description below. So Thank you guys again, yeah, for listening, and we're super excited. I mean, kind of excited about, I guess, this punishment upcoming, but it just adds more spice. No, we're definitely both excited. It adds more spice to it, if you get what I'm saying. It adds more spice to the podcast, and, you know, we're, we're, we're doing a little bit more than just strictly talking about sports. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Oh, last thing I will say, we've had a couple – sources you could say talk to us about coming to host with us so we might start implementing a three-person host of a podcast and have some of our friends every now and then come join us for an episode it's not a guest where we interview they would do the show with us so that should be a ton of fun too if you want to you know be involved with that just message matt or i or instagram we're totally down you know to have our friends on with us so if that sounds interesting to you then let us know and we're we're totally down for it we'll get it set up so yeah uh episode 26 have a good rest of your weekend and we'll see you guys on monday peace